I took the lead. Where's a good station? Somebody's heart. Glorious. Glorious. Amen. Guardians of Grace. What's wrong? Welcome to the Guardians of Grace podcast. Relax. You have found the right place. We're here to serve. Join us. Holding to pure grace. Again. Relax. Join in with us. Listen on. Be blessed. Fenders of Grace. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Guardians of Grace podcast. My name's W.S. Waddell, and I'm here with longtime friend and Grace Guardian, Guard Dog Steve. How's it going, Steve? Great, great. Let me ask you a question. Why did you say W.S. Waddell? Oh, well, I just figured all the great theologians and Bible teachers like C.S. Lewis, J.L. Packer, R.W. Tozer. <laughs> because they had initials. You, you wanted the initials, huh? That's well, I funny. I wanted to sound like a... That's funny. <laughs> Why didn't I get initials? Why didn't I get initials? I want to be important, too. Well, I, I wasn't thinking of you. I was oh. thinking of how I could proclaim myself. Proclaim yourself. Okay. So. Yeah. Amen to that. No, I was just making a funny point, Steve. Yeah. Uh, it, it's funny because people said, how come you guys just go by... Bill and Bill? Steve. Yeah. And there is actually a reason why. Maybe there, you can explain it. For us, it's important. It's important. Yeah. Because we're nothing. We come to you with fear and trembling and not proclaiming ourselves but we proclaim Jesus Christ and him crucified and the message is about Jesus it's not about Bill or Steve it's we're, we're just two guys Bill and Steve and that's good enough we don't need to it's like the Colossians 128 we proclaim him exactly we proclaim him not our credentials in 1 Corinthians 1, where it says, we preach Christ, not ourselves. Yes. A oh. really good one is in, the. it's actually in the benediction to Romans. It's in 16. You want me to Yeah, go it? for it. Go for it. We might as well make this point. It's actually in verses 25 and 26. Mm-hmm. Of Romans 16. Of Romans 16. Okay. Paul says, Now to him who's able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since age during times, but now has been made manifest and by prophetic scriptures made known to all nations according to the commandment of the eternal God for obedience to the faithfulness of God. To God alone wise be glory through Jesus Christ forever. 
not to Bill, but to God be the glory. No. And do you see there, Steve, how it says he's able to establish you by my gospel? Yeah. And he says, even the proclamation of Jesus Christ. Right. It kind of makes you see, doesn't it, that what is the gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ? Aren't they the same thing? I, I would say they are. I would say that verse says they are. Yeah, it's it's like Colossians one twenty eight. You're familiar with that one? Mm-hmm. We proclaim him. Him. Jesus Christ. Yes. We proclaim him teaching everyone that we may present everyone perfect yes. in Christ. Yes. Now that seems rather simple, doesn't it? To say we proclaim him. That's our gospel. Right. He's the answer, but he is the answer. He is the answer. And look what the benefit, the Romans 16, it says that he's able to establish us by this gospel. Yeah. What's so profound about that? By the simple message of proclaiming Christ, we're able to be established. That means to Mm -hmm. stand upright and to be well, you know what established means. Yeah. Why is that such a big deal? Just through the preaching of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Through the proclamation of Jesus Christ to proclaim him. So really it's telling us that we talk about him and we become upstanding Christians. Yes. People's lives are changed by this simple proclaiming him as their everything. Yes. And I like the way it says that this message was hidden in the prophetic scriptures. It's hidden now because everybody else is saying, walk by your verbs if you want to be upstanding. Do this, don't do that. Do this, and then that'll, that'll make you, that'll establish you. That'll make you stand tall and walk like a Christian walks. If I just give you all these verbs to do well speaking for myself I never was established by verbs and I tried quite a few combinations I didn't stand tall either I did not stand tall either I tried tried and tried to keep those verbs that I got every Sunday every Sunday was a new list of verbs and I went at it I was highly motivated to try and do it only to watch myself fail over and over. But what you're saying is just the proclamation of Jesus Christ, telling people about how important Jesus Christ is, that will get you established. That'll make you stand tall and walk like Jesus walked. That's what you're saying, right? You're saying put your confidence in that. I'm actually, yeah, I'm saying that, but I'm actually reading you what Paul said. That's right. You're not saying it at all. It's a scripture that said that. If I thought about it, I would say not much Better do some verbs, yeah. The verbs would work. Right. Was it the Corinthian letter, Steve, where Paul said, I was determined to know nothing, nothing? among yes. you yes. except First Corinthians. Jesus Christ and him crucified. And he said, he wanted to come to them with eloquent speech and mm, yeah. persuasive old, words persuasive words 
But he didn't. 30-day programs, mm-hmm. WWJD bracelets. He, he didn't say P.K. Paul. P.K. Paul. <laughs> Get yourself an accountability partner. Yeah. See, these are all the things I tried. And I didn't get established. That's the treadmill that the modern day church is on. Sadly, a lot of it is. I know. It is sad. It is sad. The reason I know it's sad because it, it was sad when I was trying to do it. Don't ever think that I, I was any better than anybody else. I tried these things only to find out that they don't work. There is foolishness to go down that path to be on that treadmill of human performance that dog won't hunt no it won't and to be fair these others didn't release just the proclamation of Jesus Christ and the gospel being one and the same didn't really strike me as all that powerful not that profound huh no but what he's saying Paul is Paul says it's the power of God right the gospel That's, is the power of God the, the proclamation of Jesus Christ is, is God's pow- power yes he, he's saying that's the way to do it is or there in the gospel the mm-hmm. righteousness of God, God the is way you revealed. do things, yes the way you live mm-hmm. is unveiled yes Meaning it was a mystery, just like he said in Romans 16. Yeah. An ancient mystery, hidden, mm-hmm. but in there, but mm-hmm. I dig it. And that's why I was joking about W.S. Fidel. Yeah, that was funny. I thought it was funny anyway. <laughs> if nobody else laughed, I laughed. I, I, I couldn't understand why you were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> to make a point. Yeah, you sprung it on me. Being absurd. Yeah. You did pick up on it, but but let's let's think for a minute. Where in the Old Testament was this mystery? You know, it was all through it. Yeah, every the, the whole Old Testament is is the proclamation of the mystery, and nobody saw it. No, because their eyes were veiled when they read Moses, because they were reading Moses with a list of do's and don'ts. And we spent some time showing this 2,000-year-old secret Mm -hmm. about the mystery of iniquity and the mystery of the sin. Yes. But there was also a mystery of being established. There was a mystery of our righteousness that was kept hidden. That's what Paul said. This mystery was hidden in age during times or ages past. Mm-hmm. But now it's been made known to us. Yes, and I've come to love it. It's what Paul said in First Corinthians that I what eye is not seen, ear is not heard, nor is it entered into the mind of anyone God has prepared for us. Help me out with the rest of that. Yeah. You actually nailed it, Bill. That's what it said. No human eye, no human ear. No human mind has understood what God has prepared for those who love him. For those who love him. But he prepared something so great, but on a human level, man has missed it. It's not there. But he prepared us as vessels to be the vessels that his spirit lives in. And it was kept hidden. Yes, 
Yes, and it was revealed to us through the Spirit, not through human channels. Not could, through. Could not be revealed any other way until we received the Spirit. Until we received the Spirit. Well, that's why Jesus said, I've got many things to say to you, but you're not ready for them because we hadn't received the Spirit. It takes the Spirit to comprehend this new covenant and how cool the new covenant is. So I thought it'd be cool if we, we look through the Old Testament and see some of these mysteries. They're everywhere, but I'll try and keep it to two or three. Yeah, I know, because you, you could just go off and off and off and off. So let's go to Exodus 17. Okay. One. You want me to read it? Yeah. Exodus 17, 1. The entire Israelite community left the wilderness of sin, moving from one place to the next, according to the Lord's command. They camped at Rephim, but there was no water for the people to drink. So the people complained to Moses, give us water to drink. But the people thirsted there for water and grumbled against Moses. They said, why did you ever bring us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? Then Moses cried out to the Lord, what should I do with this people? In a little while, they will stone me. The Lord answered Moses, go on ahead of the people and take some of the elders of Israel with you. Take the staff you struck the Nile with in your hands and go. I am going to stand there in front of you on the rock at Horeb. When you hit the rock, water will come out. So he says, I'm going to stand in front of a rock. He so, tells Moses to go stand in front of a rock. Yes. There's our word again from, if you go back to the Greek Old Testament, now to him who's able to establish you or make you stand. Okay. Says, I'm, going to sta okay. I'm going to stand. Mm -hmm. for this yes and you're to strike the rock you're to strike the rock yes a picture of the sufferings of Christ okay being crucified mm-hmm and then water flowed from the rock yes it did after he was struck yes what's that a picture of he was he suffered took upon the penalty of our sin and was crucified took the hit so to speak and then a flow of water, which is... Out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Of this he meant the Spirit. Yes, exactly. So the Spirit flows from the rock. So there was Christ, this mystery hidden there, a secret. Mm -hmm. a Never picture. got noticed by the 300,000 people no. that left. No, but they were doing a type or shadow of, a picture of what Jesus was going to do. They were proclaiming the gospel back then yes. secretly, hidden. Without noticing it. Yeah, I think that's so cool. It is, it is, because God orchestrated all that. Let's go to another one, Steve. Okay. Exodus thirty-three, twelve. All right. Okay, Exodus 33, verse 12. Moses said to the Lord, Look, you have told me Lead this people up, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You said, I know you by name, and you also found favor in my sight. 
Now, if I have indeed found favor in your sight, please teach me your ways, and I will know you. There's that word again, know you. Know you. And find favor in your sight. Now consider that this nation is your people. Verse 14, then he replied. God replied. Yes, I'm sorry. God replied to Moses, my presence will go with you. And I will give you rest. Haven't we talked about oh, that all yeah. the time? Wow, there's the rest word. Isn't shows it how is, important it is. Isn't it in his rest? Because they were working just as hard as they could to find water. And so he says, I'll give you my presence and I'll give you rest. Verse 15, Moses says, If your presence does not go, Moses responded to him, don't make us go up from here. You know, that's something we should say to ourselves all the time, to the Lord. Mm-hmm. If your presence isn't with me, You're right. I'm, count me out. Yeah, exactly. Your presence. Yeah, because we do. All the time, yeah. Yeah. We're constantly praying to experience his presence, to know him. Yes. Verse 16. How will it be known that I and your people have found favor in your sight unless you go with us. I and your people will be distinguished by this from all the other people on the face of the earth. The Lord answered Moses, I will do this very thing you have asked, for you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. Isn't that the gospel? You found favor in his sight? Grace and peace to you. Yes. The gospel of grace. The gospel yes. of peace. Mm-hmm. Verse 18. Moses said, please let me see your glory. Verse 19. God said to Moses, after he asked to see his glory, he said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. And I will proclaim the name Yahweh, which is I am. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Verse 20, Moses answered, or God answered Moses, but you cannot see my face, for no one can see me and live. The Lord said, get this, Steve. There is a place near me. I will show you a place where you will stand on the rock. Isn't that what... The gospel that Paul proclaimed in Romans 16 said, Now to him who's able to establish you, which literally means to make you stand Mm -hmm. upon the rock. Upon the rock. How is it that we stand? On our own merits? No, upon the rock. Upon the rock. That's what Jesus said to Peter. Upon this rock I'll build my church. The whole church stands upon the rock. Oh, man. Can we go to that next? Yeah. Let me finish this up a little bit. He says, the Lord said, there is a place near me that you will stand on the rock. And when my glory passes by, I will put you in the crevice of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take my hand away and you will see my back. But my face will not be seen. See in the Old Testament, Steve, the glory they had of the Lord that they were able to see was the fading glory or the glory that's departing 
which he said, I'm going to pass before you, mm-hmm. and you'll see my glory. My departing glory. My departing glory. Unlike the gospel, where we see his glory face, face to face. Face to face. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is why Second Corinthians 4, 4, 6 or 7, somewhere in there, says, God who has said, let light shine out of darkness is the one who has shown in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. We've only seen the face of Jesus, but that's what the new covenant, that's what makes the new covenant so cool because now we can fellowship face to face with Jesus. And under the law, you could not. You only got to see the the backside, the departing glory, and our glory was fading whenever we had any glory. Isn't that what Paul said in the chapter before, what you just quoted, chapter 4? Yeah. Where he said, there was a veil over Over their eye. Yeah, said it remains till this day. Because Moses said the the glory was fading or departing, so he put a veil to save himself from the embarrassment. Yes. But where did the transformation take place? When you turn towards the Lord. Yes. And it says, now we with unveiled faces as beholding in in a mirror are seeing Christ in us. And it says that we are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. It literally means out of the glory of God, that glory comes into our spirit. And a transformation takes place. And a transformation. When we see the face of Christ in the mirror, not the face of Steve in the mirror. But even though that picture was in the Old Covenant, where I I will show you a place that you will stand, Mm -hmm. that you will be established by the gospel. Yes. And as you guys are probably guessing, that rock was Christ. Well, and we've got proof of that. We've got proof of that. We we do. We should probably do one more before we do the proof. Or now we could do it now. Or I now. could do it now. <laughs> or now's good. Okay, now's good. Now's good. Okay, well, we could have gone to one more. Yeah, it's First Corinthians ten. It says we were all baptized into Moses in the cloud. And in the sea. Talking about the Red Sea in the Exodus. Right, when they the Red Sea parted. And they all ate the same spiritual food. And they all drank the same spiritual drink. For they were drinking from a spiritual rock. Which followed them from the city of Zin to the city of Sin to the city of Zin. And that rock was Christ. The oh. rock that Moses hit was actually Christ following them, and they were following Christ, and he's the rock that you stand on. So this rock followed them yes. throughout the desert. It yes. was in their presence all along. Right, right. And he made Moses stand on the rock. I Is like that- the way Paul says we all drank from the same we all ate the same spiritual food, the manna. Yes. And didn't Jesus say, 
I'm actually the manna? Yes, he did. Another picture of, of Christ. Christ. The Old mm-hmm. Testament was proclaiming Christ all yes. along, wasn't yeah. it? It was saying Christ was right there in the middle of those guys, and Moses tapped on Christ, and Christ provided the water for them. And didn't we just read in Romans 16, now to him who's able to establish you or make you stand, and we just read in Exodus where it says, I'll show you a place where you you can can stand stand on the rock. Right. And And we're just reading that it's Christ on the the rock. And that's the same thing he said to Peter. Oh, we got to go there. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Let me read Matthew 16 with what little bit I had learned from the Greek back then. It says, Jesus asked them, who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the son of the living God. That's Simon Peter. Peter is last name, Simon Peter. And Jesus answered into him and said, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you, Petros, which means little rock, and upon this rock I will build my church. This big rock, I will build my church. In other words, Christ is the big rock that the church gets built on, and Hades does not overpower it. It never did. It never did. Wasn't that the same rock that followed them all through the wilderness? Yes. According to the scripture, it was, yeah. So cool. But can I clear up a little confusion? Maybe it's confusion, I don't know. Yes, I'm confused, Mon. (laughs) No, it wasn't what you said. It was what you read. Yes. He seems to be called Peter in the Gospel of Matthew, but his name was Simon. It was Jesus that named him Peter. Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason... He wasn't called Peter until this moment, even though all through the Gospel narrator called him Peter. By his name, which hadn't been given to to him him until now. Yeah, right. Right. So let me read it with that insight in mind. And Jesus said, Who do you say I am? And Simon, the son of Barjona, said, Thou art the son of the living God. And Jesus answered him and said, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, a stone, a a small stone, and upon this bedrock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not overpower it. He calls Peter a small stone, but he calls himself a large rock, a bedrock. It's right there in the side footnote. Yeah, and he's he said, really, I don't mean to correct you, Steve, but Simon Barjona is double son, <laughs> or son of... Bar, bar is son of, and Jonah is... Yeah, you knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Son is Bar. Bar, right. Yeah. So when it says Simon Barjona, it's saying... Son of Simon, Jonah. Simon, son of Jonah... So his name, last name is Jonah. 
<laughs> His father's name is Jonah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're just having fun. Yeah. But let's clear it up. Yeah. Simon, son of Jonah. Yes. Flesh and blood did not reveal that to you, but my father in heaven. And now he's saying, my father is also your father. Right. You're not son of Jonah anymore. Or You're son of Peter. Son of God. Son of God. Yes. Yes. You're Peter, son of God. Yes. yes. Small rock, Petros. Yes. Which Peter writes about in his letter. Are we now not living stones? Stones? Yeah. yeah. In the true temple? Right. Right. You know, it's also that mystery is brought out in Exodus 32. Yeah, it sure is. I, I, I think we should go back there. Yeah. Let's go back to Exodus 32, maybe starting in verse 1, unless you know it off okay. the top of your head. No, I don't. I know the story, but... Okay. I, I found it here. Let's see. Deuteronomy 32, 1. I'm going to read it for background. Just Okay. Listen, O heavens, and I will speak. Hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. Now, I'm going to refrain comment on heaven and earth because there's okay. a mystery there. Right, right, Israel. So shut up, Bill, and get to the point. Yeah. Verse 2. My teaching will drop like rain. My sayings will drop like the dew as rain drops upon the grass and showers upon new growth. I'm going to refrain from comment there, too, Steve. Mm, yes, <laughs> yes. Mystery, so. Get to the point, Bill. Verse 3, 32-3. For I will proclaim the name of the Lord. Name is synonymous with character in yes. the Old Testament. You must acknowledge the greatness of our God, which is his name, his character. Yes. Deuteronomy 32-4. As for the rock that we've been talking about all throughout the, the Old Testament. There we go with this rock again. It's back in the Old Testament. His work is perfect. His work, work is... The rock is personified. Another work for perfect is finished. Finished, yes. Telestai. Yes, when he finished his work, yeah. he rested. Yes, yes. After he made purification for sins, it says he sat down yeah. and rested. His work, the rock is a he. It is a he. That's because it was talking about Christ. In Deuteronomy, it was talking about Christ. As for the rock, his work is perfect. For all his ways are just. He is a reliable God who is never unjust. The rock is a reliable God? That's what it says. I know it does. It's mind-blowing. I'm just reading it, Steve. Yeah, it blew my mind. He is fair and upright. Deuteronomy 32.5, little bad news. His people have been unfaithful to him. They have not acted like his children. They have not acted like his children. They were his children. Mm-hmm. This is their sin. They are perverse and deceitful generation. Yet he was faithful to them anyway. Yes, because they were his children. Deuteronomy 32, 6. Is this how you repay the Lord, you foolish, unwise people? Speaking about the children of Israel. Yep, the children of Israel. And here's something they never knew. Right. Even though it says it. Uh-huh. 
Is this how you repay the Lord, you foolish, unwise people? Is he, speaking about the rock, is he not your father, your creator? Isn't that the revelation Peter got? Yeah, the that same he thing, that before? your father is the rock. Your father it is says the, rock. the rock. Right here it says, is not the rock your, your father? father your is creator. Not, is not the rock our father? The rock is our the, father. The rock is Christ. Is he not our father? He is our father. And our foundation. And our foundation. He's our And standing. he establishes us. And he establishes us. That was the mystery hidden. He holds us together. He establishes us. Apart from him, we fall apart. And that's what he told Peter. He said, you're not going to be... Jonah is your natural father, but he says, Peter, be, I'm sorry, Simon, Simon, son bar of Jonah, Peter. You are bar Peter. Bar, bar <laughs> <laughs> Simon, bar Peter. Peter. <laughs> Isn't that cool how the gospel can be spread yeah. by two brain damaged people? Yeah, yeah, both of us. <laughs> we do that. Do we need the Lord or what? what? We do. We do. We, we need him bad. I think it's just that... The just cool, to speak in full sentences, we need him. All the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he says, Simon, bar Jonah, Simon, son of Jonah. Yes. I guess his dad's name was Jonah. Right. That's not your identity anymore. No, you're not. You're your... going to be the son of the rock. Yes. You're going to be a little rock. Yes. And on this big rock, I will establish my church. church. Are we now back to the you same word again? Establish, yeah, yeah. To stand, to make stand. Yes, yes. And what about the gates of Hades? They, they don't prevail. They don't prevail. Do the gates prevail. of death does not prevail. Because his work is perfect. Because the rock's work is perfect. And there's one more type and shadow in the Old Testament I was planning on going to, but somehow we skipped it. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm telling you what, just just to see what we have seen, how, how much God uses these words to connect these thoughts uh, about Jesus. Yeah. You just don't see it, but it's laying right there in front of you. The, the scriptures, they just seem like regular old scriptures. Then all of a sudden when they jump out, and, and you catch their meaning, what is being said, it's mind-blowing that he was, Jesus said, the scriptures talk about me. Well, they were talking about the rock that followed him. They were talking about Jesus, and they called the rock their father. If you've seen me, you've seen the father. Isn't that what Jesus said verbatim? That's exactly what he said. Yes. And, and just... So I don't leave this one out. But remember also when they were in the wilderness. Yes. And they needed water again. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't, Moses was not supposed to strike, strike the rock. rock. What His was father. This? Our picture father. of? Our God. The rock is a picture of Christ. But mm -hmm. he was, he suffered once. Yes. He was not to be struck again. a second time. Right. It says now that he's been struck. Now that your sin debt has been paid, speak to the rock. Yes. And 
Come boldly to the throne of the rock. That's what it's saying, yeah. It really is. Speak to the rock. Pray. Mm-hmm. Ask God. Mm-hmm. I need living water. Right. Don't hit it. Don't hit it. He does not need to suffer a second time. Again. Yeah. Right. It says that in, in Hebrews. Right. All these pictures of Christ. It's so The Old Testament is so saturated with these pictures, these types and shadows of Christ. They just say Christ over and over and over again a thousand different ways, but they're so easy to overread. Yeah, and sadly, the one in Hebrews about you shall not suffer again. Yeah. Um, I think it's in Hebrews 10. You're right. It's actually a good thing. Yes. Uh, there remains no sacrifice, they say. So yeah. Don't strike him again. Right. Sadly, that got changed into... God gives you a certain amount of time to straighten up, and if you don't, well, I'm I'm pulling back my sacrifice. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. That is grievous. But what is it actually that saying? That is bad news. I'm pulling away my my. It doesn't count for you. You know. You know why he wrote that in Hebrews ten? Because the people were actually going back to the temple and offering sacrifices. Yeah. When he said there remains no sacrifice, it was a good thing to it was, say. Yes. It means none is needed. Right. There remains no sacrifice needed. So when you, and we do it now in the church, we obviously don't take a little lamb under our arm and go to the temple because it's not there. Mm-hmm. But we do all kinds of other things to try and make ourselves right with God. The, the whole and strike you confess him a your sins. Time. Yeah. But here's the good news. It says, speak to the rock. Speak to the rock. What was the verse you quoted earlier? Boldly go to the throne, throne? of grace. Yes. For what? Yes. Help. Help. And mercy in times of Or water need. when you need it. Water, Living water. Yes. So how often do you go? Well, for me, I pretty much 24-7 need that living water. I have come to need it 24-7 myself. I've come to love it and depend on it, and it is my Savior. So let's maybe go back to the Romans 16. Okay, where we started. He'll establish you by this good news. To him who's able to establish you. Yes. We how many we saw that four times in the Old yeah. Testament? Yeah. To stand? Yeah. Stand in front of the rock. Same Greek word in the Septuagint. A place where you can stand on a rock? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that word establish means to make you stand. Right. Uh, it's actually it's the word sterizo and it comes from two compound words and the second one is histomai, which means to stand. Mm-hmm. So it's to stand upright. So back in, in Exodus, he says the first time, he says, I'll show you a place where you can stand. So Romans 16 says that word. Now to him who's able to establish you by my gospel. Make you stand. Even the proclamation of Jesus Christ. Yes. Which is what we've been talking about. And it made us man. So what? establish you is to make you stand upright. To yes. have an upright standing. Isn't that exactly what it says in Romans 14? It says, Who are you to judge another servant? Oh, yeah. To his master he stands or falls, 
and stand he will, for the Lord will make him stand. Doesn't that say that in 16? Yes. He's able to make you, you stand, stand. Established. It's all saying the, the same thing. standing. It's all saying the good news. It's all saying the same thing. It's all saying God did it and does it for us. He makes us stand and he made us be able to stand at the judgment day. He does it all. As always, it's good news. That's why to proclaim the gospel is the same thing as to proclaim him. That's all we want to do at Guardians of Grace is just proclaim him. We have no other subject but Christ in you, the hope of glory. And it's not a simple subject. No. Although it is. It's a beautiful subject. It's powerful. It powerful works. subject. It works. We proclaim him, yes. teaching everyone and admonishing everyone that we may present them what? Blameless. Blameless in Christ. Yes. That's what he said. This is my way of life in Christ Jesus that I teach everywhere in every church. Because that makes you blameless. Yeah. And so to finish this thought in 16 yep. he says now to him who's able to establish you by my gospel yes i like the way paul takes ownership of the yeah, gospel yeah yeah this is his gospel yes because god gave it to him right not because of anything no, special uh-uh. about paul. he's not the originator of it no he was taught it in the mm-hmm. desert of arabia apparently for yeah three years right the uh theological institute of the The Holy Spirit yeah to him he's able to establish you by my gospel even the proclamation of Jesus Christ and I think we've established the proclamation of Jesus Christ and the gospel are one and the same exactly if your gospel is not proclaiming Christ Mm -hmm. but it's proclaiming verbs and systems and 30 day experiments that's not the gospel that's not the gospel promise keepers promise keeping is not the gospel it's not and it's not Bill that's the Old Testament that's the Old Covenant where you try in your human nature to please God and all you'll get is the fading departing glory yes you'll get the futility that you and I suffered with for 20 years I know that's why I'm so bold about proclaiming the gospel exactly because you know it works you know it works I I had a pastor one time when I was talking to him late at night he says I I love what you say about the the gospel of grace and by the grace of God I labored harder than all the rest yet it wasn't me but it was the grace of God in me doing the laboring I get it for you but I just think you need to set parameters for your church I think it's dangerous not to it hasn't proved to be dangerous not to. The freedom has been good. The freedom has been more effectual than, or efficacious than giving the parameters and the do's and don'ts. The do's and don'ts did not work. No, the, the gospel doesn't need guardrails. No. We need to actually guard the gospel. Yes. Not people's behavior under the gospel. Right. We can set them free under the gospel. Right. And it's enough. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, now to him who's able to establish you by my gospel, even the proclamation of Jesus Christ, which was a mystery hidden from ages past. Back when they thought they were tapping on a rock. They didn't know, apparently. Yes. 
Well, not apparently. We know they didn't know. We know they didn't know. Paul said that no eye had seen, no ear had yeah. heard. It never even entered into the heart of anyone. That God had prepared a rock for them. No. <laughs> Peter didn't know. No. And Jesus made it clear. Flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you. You didn't think of that on your own. Peter. No. That was a revelation no. from my father. But we have the Spirit from God that can teach us all things. What's amazing is he just said it plainly. You don't know that God is your father. Your creator is your father. The rock is your father. Yes. The rock, his work is perfect. Yes. Even though it was in plain view of what Isn't Moses that, said to them, it still was veiled. Isn't that just amazing that it said, and the rock's work was perfect? The rock's work was perfect. Wow. What a mind blower. A finished work. When you put that together in realize when it dawns on you what that scripture is saying that's big it's it's so let's ask the old age-old question yes of guardians of grace do we do good by keeping the commandments or do we be do better, better by proclaiming the gospel the simple gospel the reliance on christ that is the gospel rely on christ is the gospel it is the gospel you can rely on Christ is the gospel, and I found it to be true. True, and it needs no additions. No, no. Or guardrails. Or no, no, no. Now, guardians of grace, we need everyone's help because we want to get this gospel out. We and, do, and we want more guardians. Yes. To guard with us. Yes, but it'll all come in, in its own sweet time. It will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it won't come from Bill or Steve. No. But with that in mind, Kate, can you maybe pray the, the Roman 16 prayer again? Yes. Father God, thank you. Thank you that you are able to establish us by your good news. That the gospel is your power that delivers us. That we can proclaim you and teach you and that we need to know nothing else except you, Jesus, and you crucified, that you were struck once, and that you exist for living water anytime we talk to you, anytime we go to you in prayer, that the gospel is that powerful, and it's enough. And we don't need to be, like Colossians says, taken captive by empty and hollow philosophy that leads us away from the simplicity of Christ. Open our eyes to this reality that you are a rock, that we have a firm standing in you, that our house is built upon the rock. And no matter what the storms that come by, we have an anchor for the soul, sure and steadfast, that enters beyond the veil in your presence. Thank you, Jesus, for all you provided. And thank you that is available to us because you've revealed it to us. It's in your awesome character that we ask these things. And thank you. Say thank you. Yes. Amen. In Jesus' name. We love you guys. We love you. Good night. Good night.